this episode of My Cat's Tale, Coke Zero. This seems like the right time. This seems like the right cat now. I'm going to go meet them. We bought this little grumpy cat toy. Still, to this day, it's her favorite toy. The, the thing that just kind of perplexes me about her is she just has these, like, very muscular shoulders. <laughs> Joining us now on My Cat's Tale, uh, a cat with many, many, many names uh, going on here. So I'm going to skip over the naming and just go to Kira, who Coke Zero seems to be the obvious name, the one that we can find on the internet, but a many-named cat who has many adventures. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah, she's probably best known as, um, as Coke Zero, which, you know, unfortunately... Or maybe fortunately for her, she doesn't, you know, speak English. So as far as I know, um, so she she doesn't know kind of <laughs> why we call her that, why we call her other things, um, why we call her Moko. You know, there's there's a there's a lot going on um, that she's probably not privy to. <laughs> right. So I've got the list here. Is there's Moko is in there? Coke Zero is yes. in there. Cork is in there. Cake is in there. <laughs> Um, Kokomo, which just sounds like a missing album from the Beach Boys, um, is is in there. <laughs> Why are there so many names? So her, um, is, we we kind of laughed at this when we first adopted her. Um, and she was a what four or five month old kitten. Um, and we were sort of we we're watching her, you know, in her new home, thinking like, what are we going to name this cat? And um, my husband uh, actually was were we. I don't think we were engaged at the time. Anyway, um, my partner, he he goes, what if we named her Coke Zero? I'm like, uh, hmm. And we kind of thought about it. I was like, that'd be pretty funny. Because I am I do like kind of silly pet names in general. So it kind of fit the the prompt. And I was like, well, she, she really should have, you know, a real name, like a, a proper name. Um, so we kind of settled on the idea that Coke Zero was her sort of her... Uh, what would you call it like her actual name but her real name would be kokoro which is um heart in japanese or like spirit or it's kind of it just has a nice little just a kind of like happy energy to it but yeah it sounds like coke um coke zero and yeah we we just thought you know that, that fits her so then naming her coke zero um pretty silly we, we decided as she kind of grew up we discovered that um like us she was very into wrestling she liked to like wrestle toys she now likes to wrestle her little sister and so we kind of the joke came up that that's her ring name um that her her little alias for when she's in in the wrestling ring um yeah and then and then we came up with a a bunch of little uh, actually people on the internet came up with a lot of the little the sort of silly nicknames like calling her cake or um conk or cork or like whatever and it was really funny just after i made her account online how many how many funny like little um nicknames she got um but moko is a funny one uh because uh i don't remember when it started happening but my husband started calling her moko and i was like oh that's that's so sweet because um so in in japanese moko moko means sort of like a fluffy or soft 
um, it, it's like a onomatopoeia to to indicate like fluffiness or softness. And I was like, that's so cute. It's true. She is very fluffy and soft. Um, and then it came it came to be like we were talking about it later on, and I found out that he was actually calling her Moco um, because it means booger in Spanish, and he was calling her like like snot girl. Um, booger girl because she always has she gets gunky eyes and stuff like that I think he was joking about that but yeah that was a fun misunderstanding and and then Moko really really kind of caught on so I I think I call her that probably the most out of all of her different names (laughs) I suppose Coke Zero makes it quite hard to do merchandise and everything if you ever wanted to go down that route and search terms must be hard search for the Coke Zero it's just like (laughs) you know is there is there a soft drinks company out there going why is our ICO not working I wonder about that because we actually get a ton of um, it's and it, unfortunately it's usually when people are angry about something, um, but they'll I think people go on on Twitter and they just sort of type in they type in at Coke or even at Coke Zero and so the Coke Zero's um, Twitter handle is Coke Zero Cat, which I thought would be kind of clear enough, um, but people definitely tag her in a lot of complaints about the company, about, you know, availability in their local um, shop. <laughs> uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of complaints um, towards Coca-Cola that get directed towards uh, towards Coke Zero, unfortunately. It's kind of, it is kind of funny. And then my favorite one that happened was, um, as I mentioned, we have this sort of this lore that she's a, a professional wrestler. Um and uh, and those of you who know professional wrestling probably know Jr. Um, the announcer, pretty well known guy. But he got on one day and was ta- he was talking about a meal he was going to have um, with his it was like something and eggs and I, I, it was talking about like his ideal. It was maybe a brunch or something. And he tagged he actually tagged Coke Zero the cat rather than the drink. Um, so that was it was great because it it gave me an opportunity to to respond with a little picture of Coke Zero with her uh, her wrestling title belt, um, you know, just <laughs> popping in on Jr's mentions. <laughs> what wrestling weight is she? Do, do wrestling weights in the same way as, as boxing weight? They they're like I think there's actually a few that are I think some I, don't quote me on this I don't actually I'm not actually 100 percent sure but I think some of them are the same and some of them are like exclusively wrestling or exclusively boxing. Like, I don't think that, I don't think they ever use the term in pro wrestling, like featherweight. I don't think that that exists, but they have like, um, there was like a division um, called the cruiserweight division that was like under, I think it was under 205 pounds or something, but Coke, I think Coke's a heavyweight. Uh, Coke must be a heavyweight. She's a big, big cat. Um, She's a little on the chubby side, but um, but really, the, the thing that just kind of perplexes me about her is she just has these, like, very muscular shoulders. <laughs> and, like, really, like, when you hold her, like, her, I feel like most cats, at least most cats that I've interacted with, they kind of, they, like, melt. They're kind of liquidy. And, like, you pick them up around the tummy and they just kind of, like, hang. And they're just soft and kind of, like, their bones seem like they're not all there. Um, Coke Zero is just really dense. She's really, really, like when you pick her up around the stomach, like you can feel that she has like abdominal muscles. <laughs> it's really strange. So I think she's definitely a heavyweight. 
<laughs> going out just quietly, just doing the exercises, bulking up, you know. Uh, and, and then Blueberry comes into the house and <laughs> Zero must be thinking, oh, right then, okay, sparring partner. Because yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we have another side to the story as well, because you can't be a wrestler without having somebody to wrestle with. Yeah, no, exactly. And and it was funny because um, we, we kind of thought when we first adopted Coke Zero, um, we thought she might, you know, end up being friends with our dogs. We have two little chihuahuas. Um, we thought, well, you know, she might she might hang out with them. I don't know. She turned out really not to, like, enjoy spending time with them very much. Um, she'll sometimes occasionally kind of, like, do this, like, very reluctant cuddle with one of them, the, the smaller chihuahua. Um, but she kind of in general just doesn't really want to hang out with them. And so she started, we noticed that she was getting kind of lonely. Um, that was actually the impetus for us um, deciding to adopt um, another cat, but which turned out to be Blueberry. Um, and we were like, well, let's like observe what she's doing. And so we, we noticed that she was kind of sort of it's a funny dichotomy because she's, you know, this she's the <laughs> she's the big the big wrestling girl, but she's also um she kind of would would do these things like holding her toys like like babies um kind of where like a mother cat would hold the little like scruff on a little kitten and like carrying them around and like grooming them and stuff and we kind of thought well this is maybe she would actually do well with like a a little kitten that she can sort of treat like a a child so we ended up finding blueberry um at one of the the local rescues I was like this is probably, I think this is the perfect cat. Um, cause we were, it was blueberry and a few of her siblings had been rescued apparently just from like somewhere in the desert. Um, and their, their mom was nowhere to be found. They were kind of feral. Um, and <laughs> she was like, I think she'd had some kind of, um, I can't remember exactly what the story was, but she was on antibiotics. She was not really super healthy, had a little cone on that was bigger than her body. Um, cause she was only seven weeks old, I want to say. Um, and her siblings would just like avoid her or like bully her. Like one of them, while I was visiting them, just like walked up to Blueberry and slapped her in the face <laughs> through the cone. And it was so sad. I was thinking, oh no, Blueberry needs, you know, a, a big sister to, to guide her through this life. Um, and we ended up adopting her, did the really like slow introduction which I, you know, I really recommend to anybody who's getting a new pet. Um, so starting you know, in two separate rooms one. and then just a little yeah. bit of scent exchange and just working it through. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used a baby gate um, so they kind of could like smell each other for a little bit. We'd have we'd have them like eat dinner next to each other just so that they would associate it with yeah, something Either good. side of the gate though, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah. Either side of the gate and we'd slowly, we had a blanket over it at one point, like slowly kind of pulling it up every, every few days. Um, and they ended up, Coke was really mad at first. She was really not happy that we had adopted a new cat and she was just really, she didn't want me to like pet her anymore. She was just, she really was grumpy for like a good two weeks and it worried me. Um, and then one day they were just cuddling. They were like in their little bed together, just hanging out. Um, and yeah, and Coke immediately, um, started like getting blueberry into wrestling. Like she would just like randomly walk up to her and tackle her. And she, um, one of our uh, one of our friends who cat sits for them uh, occasionally, he told us that he saw Coke do like 
sort of like a perfect suplex on Blueberry. This was when she was obviously much, much smaller, but she sort of, I guess, co grabbed her around the waist and just like lifted her off the floor <laughs> and like, and just knocked her on the ground. They, I mean, they, they like to play pretty rough and, and Blueberry is not uh, innocent there either. She likes to just, you know, surprise Coke and bite her and, you know, but they've never actually injured each other. You know, that we we're very, uh, we're very careful about making sure that they're just, the cats, I mean, cats really like to just kind of beat the crap out of each other every every few days, I feel like. <laughs> and is Blueberry that a, a liquidy cat as opposed to yes. one who's built broad across the shoulders? Yeah, she's super liquidy. We joke that she's like not actually a cat um, because we'll catch her in these sort of these poses where we're just like, what's going on? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like it really works with your anatomy. Um and she, yeah, like she's just very, she's really long, um, it, it, like kind of unsettlingly long. Like her limbs are all very long. Her tail is long. She kind of has like a small head. Um, so she looks very like, like if you were to imagine like an alien that was trying to be like, what does a cat look like? I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to like try and masquerade as one. That's sort of what I feel like Blueberry's vibes are. <laughs> All the bits of the cat are there, but just not necessarily in the right proportions. Right, not they're not quite right. Ah, but we we love our not quite right cats because they are quite right, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're. Um, I always say like they. It's really not an exaggeration to say that I think, you know, Blueberry came second, so it's kind of like a you know just a boost but um coke zero really like was one of the things that that saved me and helped me out of a really really hard time in my life um and so i i'm you know i don't think it's i don't think i'm exaggerating to say that she kind of she kind of saved my life um by coming into it at the time that she did and 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 being just a really good friend um there's something powerful about the companionship that you can get even though cats are just like, you know, I'm going to turn my back on you now. It's just like, they are still there for us. They're still there. Yeah. And I, so I think about this, the, the kind of reason that I thought, okay, I'm, I need to get a cat in my life. You know, once, once I'm at a stable point in, in, you know, I've got, I've got a job and I've got this going on um, was actually a, so there's a cat that um, lived on my street. I used to live in, in London. Um, and there was sort of like a neighborhood cat Um I believe that he belonged to my neighbors, um, but he sort of was one of those cats that would just go into everybody's house. Um, and at the time, I was really like not. I was. It was. There was a lot going on in my life at that time. Um, this was right before I moved back to the the U.S. where I am now. Um, but this this cat started like showing up, um, and it was kind of at like the 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 worst times, the times when I was like really like I don't know, you know, how things are going to go. And this was, you know school stress, relationship stress, all kinds of stuff going on, like, uh, visa stress, um, all kinds of things in, in my life. And this cat Cosmo, this little black cat would just like turn up at my, at my flat every once in a while. And, and he would just like kind of be there. And like, um, it seemed like he just had this like sense of, you know, when, when things were going wrong and obviously he wasn't my cat, he was, he belonged to somebody else and was being very well cared for, um, probably by like multiple people on that street. Um, but he really helped me through that. And then I was sort of like, well, you know, I, I think I should probably have that like permanently in my life. Um, 
And so that, that kind of led to me adopting Coke Zero. And of course, you know, having her there um, as I was sort of, you know, putting my life back together, starting a new job and all this stuff is, it was really nice to have her. And she's, she's quite affectionate. Um, she's, she's not particularly aloof. Um, she likes people. She likes when, uh, her, her very favorite time, uh, is when people come over to our house, uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, um, because she likes to be the star of the show. She likes to sit. A lot of times she'll actually take a chair, um, like, in the little the around the table there will be like one extra chair and she'll like to sit there and just like watch and participate um and she also loves when when lots of people are at our house and have their shoes at the entryway um because she she really loves to just smell new people's shoes and 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 enjoys that yeah part of me's going that's weird but i'm thinking no 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 that's only weird if it was a human doing that i think cats are allowed to get away with (laughs) with doing that sort of yeah cats can do cats can do whatever it would be very weird if i came over if if uh, my friends came over and i started smelling their shoes uh when they took them off that'd be that'd be a little weird so how long did it take after moving back to the states where you felt okay this is the time now to get a forever cat in my life it was i'm trying to think exactly when it it must have been about, I think it was about six months after I had actually come back. Okay, so there's a um, fair amount of time to get in, get settled in bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I didn't, I mean, there was a time when I, I didn't have, you know, a, a permanent place to live. Um, it was a lot of sort of just, you know, things up in the air and I didn't know what was going to happen, um, you know, what kind of job I might be able to get. Um, and then I finally, it, it all kind of just like fell into place. Um, I was able to, you know, have, get a job things were a little bit more secure i had a a you know permanent living space um and that was the sort of moment where i was like okay i think this is i think it's probably time <laughs> and so the the adoption process begins or is it just a case of somebody had a cat and just like here's a cat it was an actual adoption going through the system wasn't it we actually did go through um the uh, funny enough we'd we'd gone through we, we'd sort of been thinking about it at this point for a little bit um and at the time, I don't remember what how it worked, but the uh, the out, the city shelter in um, in our city has like a little, or it used to have. I think now they just do it through Pet Finder. A lot of sh- shelters have like switched over to those um, larger platforms. Um, but they would they had like a little registry online where they'd show pictures of all the different um, pets that were available for adoption. Or like you know, we we definitely knew that we wanted to adopt um, slash rescue. Um, so we'd been kind of checking the the page every few days to see, you know, like what, if there were cats available, if, um, you know, anybody had come in. And so we ended up going to see in person uh, at one point and we met this little cat named Ed, um, who was, who's also feral actually kind of like how, uh, how Blueberry and her siblings were. And he, he was also a black cat and he was really, really cute, really sweet, um, a little skittish. And we were kind of like, well, do we want to do we want to adopt ed let's like think on it we ended up going um i think we went when was i think we had gone to like lunch or something and then we decided at lunch that we were going to adopt him and go back and when we by the time we'd gotten back somebody had already adopted him and so we were i was really crushed about that um because i was like oh like i'd started to you know envision this cat at my house and you know you know i i was i think i was sort of uh you know, uh, oh yeah, like actually this was, this was the cat that I wanted and now I'm, 
no, I don't, I feel like I've missed out. Um, but of course, you know, they're, they're getting new cats in who need homes all the time. Um, and then one night, this is a couple weeks later. Um, and, and I'm also really like, th- this is not to, not to say that, like, I'm mad that Ed got <laughs> adopted. Cause I'm obviously, I'm really happy that, you know, he got, he got picked up pretty fast. He didn't have to spend a whole lot of time at the shelter and that's always great. But, you know, selfishly I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, this is, but this was my cat. Um, and then a few weeks later I logged on the, the, to look at the pictures and see if anything had come in. And I saw this little picture of um, her name was Saturn in the shelter. Um, this little, this little cat named Saturn. I was like, this feels right. I don't really know how to explain it, but this like, it wasn't, you know, to do with, um, I, I don't really know how to, how to say it, but I was sort of like, oh, this is, this seems like the right time. This seems like the right cat now. I'm going to go meet them. Uh, and so I think my husband is at work that day. So I went to the shelter myself and um, we were like, I was, you know, looking around for her and she had, I guess, just, just finished her, um, her spaying surgery. So she was sort of loopy. Um, but they brought her out and let me meet her. And she was sort of just like <laughs> very tired. Um, and I was like, all right, that's, that's it. Um, and we adopted her from, from the city shelter um, that day and, and brought her home. Hold on. You brought her home, but she still had been like a little bit out of it. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she was, but she was, she was, it was I feel like I'm like, moving. I feel like I'm going somewhere else. Oh, I am going somewhere. Else. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So she was, she, they, they like packed her up in the little box um, and sent her home. And she was just sort of like, she was really just like out of it. Um, and so we, we didn't really, we kind of just like put her in the, the room that we were going to use to just isolate her from the dogs and like, you know, keep her just kind of chilled out for a little bit. Um, and I think that night she started, she started to kind of like sort of, you know, come to, she was, she was conscious, but she was just sort of out of it and not super responsive for a couple of hours. And then a little bit later, she, we had actually, we left the house to go get a couple of like just random cat supplies and stuff that we hadn't bought yet. Um, and then came back and she was sort of, she had already sort of started to come out of her shell. Um, and actually that was the night that we gave her, her, we, we bought this little grumpy cat toy, um, that looks like, like the, the grumpy cat, uh, on a little string. And she really liked it at the time she was having fun playing with it. And she, it's actually her still to this day, it's her favorite toy. Um, she like carries it whenever people are, you know, at our house or if we're just, you know, in the other room or something, that's her way of getting people's attention is she'll, she'll pick up grumpy cat and like walk in and just like, she'll just be like yelling um, that she's, she's like, I'm coming. I'm go- I've got my cat. I'm coming. Um, and then drops it, you know, at her feet or something. It's, it's very silly, but still, still her favorite toy. Even now. I've been hunting that cat that everybody talks about online because <laughs> I'm a wrestler. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you think then that, that she's got this little voice in her head of JR just going, let's get ready to cat things. I wonder, I do wonder, I think, because sometimes you can kind of see in her, if you're looking at her um, thinking about, you know, attacking Blueberry or something, 
you can kind of just see that little twinkle in her eyes and you're just like what's going on what's going on behind those <laughs> behind those eyes right now is there like there you probably do have like announcers going on or something <laughs> just waiting for like, that mental soundtrack to kick in i want to hear the psycho yeah. theme tune right now in my head <laughs> that's what it yeah. sounds like let's go <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of going on in the back of her head, and then then Blueberry has uh, like incomprehensible beeping or or something in in there. I, I can't imagine it's anything that like a, a, an Earth being could could even perceive uh, what's happening in her head. Blueberry just constantly surprised. Then when when Zero pops up, she's sometimes she sometimes is surprised. Um, a lot of times she's just too busy doing her own thing so like she'll i mean blueberry is one of those cats that just is like running around for no reason um she her her uh her twitter persona i i don't actually write words on her posts i just write burr various um iterations of burr because and this is the case even when we first got her um but she just spends all of her time kind of making this like burr sound and running like you'll just hear like and then like see her like just kind of streak across the room um and that's just like all she does i feel like when when coke's trying to stalk her it's almost like more of a challenge for coke zero because like blueberry's just kind of i mean she's gonna try and catch her when she's stopped running but it's also just like when is that gonna happen um and when is she gonna start up again you don't actually know when she's gonna just take off and she's i mean she's fast too um so yeah, Coke likes to chase her around sometimes. Sometimes Blueberry chases Coke. Actually, Blueberry's best, pro- probably Blueberry's the best at hiding. Um, and she'll just kind of like hide in a shadow and wait to attack Coke Zero if she walks by. It's very, very silly little relationship that they have. I'm just loving the idea now that that brr is actually some alien cat who cannot translate <laughs> it's just like it's, it's yeah. a purr it's a bird it's a brr, brr, brr. that's close enough oh, they'll never it? know the difference that's it yeah 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 i can blend in perfectly <laughs> this is fine cats make weird noises right of course sure. they do who, which of the two do they both think they're in charge is there is have they got have they sorted out that pecking order um i think i think coke zero is definitely in charge um, but I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't really stop Blueberry from doing some, making some mischief and, and, you know, attacking Coke Zero every once in a while. But yeah, Coke, Coke seems to be the one who kind of dictates, um, you know, when it's time they'll, they like to cuddle when they're not, you know, battling it out. Um, and that Coke kind of seems to be the one who dictates that she'll kind of like jump up on the chair wherever Blueberry's sitting and like. Sometimes she'll even just kind of like sit on her. It's quite funny because of the size discrepancy, but um, you know, she'll, she'll jump up there and, and start like licking Blueberry's head or something. And it's like, okay, well now it's time to do that. And if Blueberry starts, you know, wiggling or doesn't seem to be into it, Coke's like, all right, well, I'm going to kind of bite you. I'm going to bite your ear and then you're going to be okay with this. And it's like, yeah, that she usually is like, she's usually like, all right, I got the message. And now we're going to, we're gonna have cuddling time now. <laughs> um, yeah, Coke's then, definitely yeah. in charge. She's also, I think, that she thinks she's in charge of the dogs, and the dogs seem to have like a separate. They have like a whole separate hierarchy going on. Um, so one of one of our dogs, um, Jesse, he's they're both rescues. Jesse is kind of a terrifying looking creature because he, um, when he was a puppy, we don't really, no one knows exactly kind of what happened to him, but he had been attacked. 
Um, and so he doesn't have eyes. He has kind of just this lumpy head um, with a bunch of scars on it and just no eyes. He's, but you wouldn't know if you put, you know, sunglasses on him or something. Um, he gets around fine. He seems to, he never really seems you to bump into stuff. You know if you put sunglasses <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to, see, if you didn't see that he had like, you know, like basically no forehead. Um, you yeah, wouldn't, I, you wouldn't I just have the, yeah, you're going on, put these sunglasses on. Do you want to be yeah. Jake or Elwood? <laughs> hey, you got Jake, yeah. you can be Jake today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so him so he's a little bit older than yep. our other dog peanut who's this tiny um tiny little chihuahua who we uh my husband's friend actually found her in a dumpster which is very sad but she was um she's now pampered and and doing very well but they have their own you know pecking order and you'd think that um the bigger one would be in charge um but it seems like the smaller one is in charge there but then coke zero seems to think that she's in charge of peanut the smaller chihuahua and so sometimes when they're a lot of times peanut will just be sleeping peacefully like on the couch or something and coke likes to just kind of like test her limits and she'll like hop up on the couch sneak up on peanut uh while she's sleeping and then just kind of like slap her on the head for no reason and peanut kind of gets annoyed and growls or something but it's just like i don't know she's just she seems to just be like testing how far she can go with annoying peanut. Um, so I don't, there's like a power struggle there, but yeah, Coke's, Coke's definitely in charge of at least the cat side of the house. <laughs> She's in charge of blueberry. There, there is some very, very good material in here for a Seinfeld <laughs> cat-like sitcom with two different cats and dogs across the hall. And I, I don't know, there's, there's somebody in the middle and he's probably played by Mr. Rogers. I don't know. Um, I'm out of American cultural references now. Uh, <laughs> sitcom with cats and dogs and Mr. Rogers. I still think that would work, actually. It might work. I, I think that might work. But until that time, uh, we, we have uh, Zero and Blueberry and on... Are the dogs online as well, or is it just They're only the cats can work not. the internet? Yeah, I think only the cats can uh, can use Twitter. They they're the only ones who have figured it out. Um, I think uh, I think I, I don't know if it's still up, but I, I know my partner was running. He was just posting like Instagram pictures of them um, on an account for for a time. I don't know if he's still using it, but yeah, they'll they'll make special they'll make appearances every once in a while on the the cats Twitters. Um, Usually it's it's just you know, Coke talking talking bad about them, talking about how how peanut smells bad or something um, something like that. But yeah, they'll they'll show up sometimes. But yeah, it's Coke and Blueberry are really inseparable. They um, I mean even just when I when I set up to to hop on here and and chat with you, they both followed me in here. They're they're both lying on the cat tree together now. Um, they they kind of just like go room to room together um all the time it's kind of funny they're they're very um i don't know i think the only time i've seen them in separate rooms has been when we have um we have company over there's people here um like i said coke loves to be the center of attention but blueberry's still got a little bit of that sort of like she's she's definitely come out of her shell since we adopted her um and she's comfortable with us but she's kind of skittish around new people so she usually just kind of hides um you know, in a closet somewhere when people are here. That's the only time that I feel like I ever see them separate. So where can people follow their adventures online? Uh, Coke Zero is uh, at Coke Zero Cat on Twitter. 
she also has an Instagram. I'm really, really bad at updating, um, but it's the same. It's Coke Zero Cat on Instagram as well. And then Blueberry shows up on that Instagram. And then she has her own Twitter account, which is it's B-R-R-B-R-R, like Berber, Blueberry, uh, uh, on Twitter as well. So if you if you don't feel like reading uh, silly silly cat words or, or captions like that, Blueberry's there for you. She's got the <laughs> she's just got the burrs. That's all she writes. Uh, Blueberry's there for you. There we go. Marketing slogan for the, <laughs> marketing slogan for the sitcom there as well. Just going in this lovely poster. Ah, fantastic, Kira. Thank you very much for taking the time to tell us the tale of Zero and Blueberry and, and some dogs as well. Cat podcast. <laughs> dogs. Um, dog. Uh, it's been great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. And best of health for those two, those four, and everybody else over there. Uh, we'll have links back up to their Twitter accounts on our website, which is uh, mycatstailpod.com. Uh, but until the next show, uh, it's, uh, I suppose I have to say, brrr, instead of goodbye. <laughs> brr, brr, do you too? Yeah, brr, brr, brr. <laughs> You've been listening to My Cat's Tale, a Spence Media production. Listen to more tales of our perfect pets at mycatstailpod.com and support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm.